0: Illinois. What's up everyone and welcome back to the program. On Wednesday, November 29th, four journalists were shot in Mexico. Two of them are in serious condition and the group was shot near a military base in Mexico. Once again just showing you the brazen nature of these cartels. They're not scared of the military and they're not going to be scared of the military as long as there's so much corruption and as long as they have enough money to buy the hardware and the equipment to go toe-to-toe with the military. In just a previous episode, we were talking about the cope cages that were put on these new Monstruo tanks. And the reason for that is the drone warfare that has evolved down in Mexico. So when you have all of this stuff cracking off, then you have these journalists that are getting shot right next to a military base. Do you think that anybody has confidence in the country to protect them? Do you think that the people of Mexico have confidence in AMLO and the government? They do not. I have a lot of friends who are Mexican nationals and who still live in Mexico, and the absolute corruption that they deal with on basically a daily basis is just ridiculous. And like I've said before, anytime I've ever been to Mexico, I've never been scared of the people living in Mexico. I've always been fearful of the federales. They're the only ones that have ever given me any issues ever, While I've been visiting. 20 bucks here. Oh you're going to get a ticket there. You know the whole rigmarole. Meanwhile while I was backpacking through Baja. In the late 90s. All the people that lived there were so nice. So kind. So willing to give you food. Whatever. But the federales forget it. They were the worst. Now obviously things have changed. Since the late 90s. Considering we have the war on drugs cracking off now. In Mexico. Thanks to Mr. Calderon. But back in the 90s, early 2000s, before 2006, the biggest fear for Americans down in Mexico, for the most part, as long as you weren't down there looking for trouble, was getting rolled by the federales. But things are a lot different now. And with the war on drugs the way it is, everyone's a target, especially journalists. So today we have two articles. The first from El Pais, that's talking about the journalists who got shot. And then the second article is AMLO, coming on hands and knees and asking America to send in trainers to help with the war on drugs. Remember all the tough talk from AMLO? Remember all the bullshit, how there's no problems in Mexico, all the nonsense? Well, guess what? He was lying to you. This first article was originally published by the AP. There's no author here, so I'm going to guess AP staff. But either way, headline. Five journalists were shot in one day in Mexico, officials confirm the news photographers had been covering one of the many homicides that occur on a near daily basis. Mexico's president said Wednesday that two of four news photographers who were shot Tuesday are in serious condition as prosecutors confirmed that a fifth journalist was shot and wounded the same day. The four photojournalists were shot near a military barracks in southern Guerrero state after they returned from a crime scene. They had been covering one of the many homicides that occur on a near daily basis in the violence rack city of Chilpensynga. President AMLO said we must regret this, referring to the shooting, but did not offer any information on a possible motive in the attack. Do we really need AMLO to tell us what the motivation was? The motivation is the cartels, they don't want the journalists to tell the truth. And if they do, well, this is their fate. Either you play ball or you get ghost. one or the other. And journalists down in Mexico, they definitely know the deal. And when they're down here reporting on this shit, and they're talking about their life is in danger, their life is in danger. And they know that every single time that they report on a story, that not only is their life in danger, but their family's lives are in danger as well. Another shooting Tuesday in the neighboring state of Michoacan, wounded reporter Menor Ramon Ramirez bringing the number of victims to five and marking one of the largest one-day tolls of media workers in a decade. So this is something that's very prevalent down here in Mexico. And this is something that is an everyday reality for these journalists. You look at some of the journalists in America that cry because people talk shit to them on social media, then flip the script and look at how they're dealing with it down here in Mexico and what they're dealing with. And you mean to tell me that anybody should have empathy for these journalists here in America? These silver spoon, lion-ass propagandists? Sorry, not me. Ramirez suffered several gunshot wounds, along with a companion. The newspaper ABC of Michoacan said, The attacks came days after three journalists were abducted and held for days in Toxco, also in Guadalto State. They were later released, and there was no information on the motive for their abduction. Look again. We know what the motivation is. They might not release it, but these guys or girls were working on a story. The cartels got wind of it, and they didn't like it. So we're going to kidnap them, and thankfully, by the grace of God or the universe or whatever the hell you believe in, they weren't hurt or harmed, and they were released. But if you think that it's not going to affect their work moving forward, you're fooling yourself. Godado has been the scene of deadly turf battles between around a dozen drug gangs and cartels. Michoacan has suffered similar turf battles between the Jalisco cartel and local gangs, and a lot of the local gangs are sponsored by other cartels. Whether it's Sinaloa cartel or a different rival, any way that you can shove a finger into the eye of CJNG, they're going to do it. The shootings and abductions on Tuesday mark some of the largest mass attacks on reporters in one place in Mexico since one day in early 2012, when the bodies of three news photographers were found dumped in plastic bags in a canal in the Gulf Coast city of Veracruz. Those killings were blamed on the once-powerful Zeta's drug cartel. Earlier this month, a photographer for a newspaper in the Mexican border city of Juarez was found shot to death in his car. His death was the fifth instance of a journalist being killed in Mexico so far in 2023. In the past five years alone, the Committee to Protect Journalists documented the killings of at least 54 journalists in Mexico. So as you can see, a very dangerous job to have. And if you're telling the truth in Mexico, and you're telling that truth about the wrong people, buckle up, it's going to be a wild ride. And considering what we just talked about, this next article shouldn't surprise anybody. Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swaps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Headline, Mexico President Asked Lawmakers to Let U.S. Military Trainers into Mexico. This article was published by Reuters, and the authors are Reuters staff. And this is pretty ironic, considering AMLO had all that to say about America, closed down the task force that was working in Mexico, said that they don't need American help, they're going to do everything on their own. Well, how's it working out, AMLO? How are those hugs and not bullets treating you and the Mexican people. Not so good, right? And unfortunately, AMLO is just your typical far-left leader who makes a whole bunch of promises but doesn't live up to any of them. Mexico's president has requested permission from the Mexican Senate to allow a group of U.S. military personnel to enter the country to train Mexican special forces in early 2024, according to an announcement in the Senate's official Gazette. Now, this has always been controversial American troops in Mexico, but it's always been something going on. And of course, the DEA has always had a foothold in Mexico. Not so much these days, because like I said, AMLO got cute and thought he could do it all on his own, but he's realizing very quickly that he can't. The presence of U.S. military personnel on Mexican soil has long been a sensitive issue in Mexico, which lost most of its territory to the United States due to war in the 1840s and also endured U.S. military incursions in the early 20th century. And I don't blame the Mexican people. I wouldn't want other militaries in my country either, unless they were working, you know, together for some kind of exercise or whatever. You got to respect people's sovereignty. The problem, though, is that Mexico is not equipped or capable of dealing with what they have in front of them. So if they don't reach out for help from the special forces of the United States, They're going to slide directly into a narco-state. The announcement published Tuesday said President AMLO sought permission for 11 U.S. military personnel to take part in a program called Strengthening the Capacities of Special Forces of the Defense Ministry. AMLO has vigorously defended the principle of Mexican sovereignty, passing measures to restrict the ability of U.S. counter-narcotics agents to operate in Mexico but all of a sudden now, he wants help. And when we were talking about AMLO getting rid of that program, I told you this is going to be the result. He'll be back to the United States within a year, asking for help. Oh, it sure looks good, right? When you're trying to score points with your base or whatever, with the other leftists around the world. Oh yeah, we're going to kick the US out. Those dirty, rotten colonialists. Only to come crawling back, six, eight months later, when you're getting your shit pushed in by the cartels. And that's why I laughed when we were talking about this originally. There is no way that AMLO and his group of corrupt generals and police officers is ever going to be able to get a handle on what's going on. Until the corruption ends in Mexico, at the highest levels, at the highest channels, this is going to be a gigantic issue. And furthermore, as long as there's an addiction problem in America, that's what's really driving everything. So until we deal with that, forget it. All this other shit is moot. The training program is due to take place at a military training center to the southeast of Mexico City between January 23rd and March 21st of 2024, according to the Senate notice, which also included a copy of the letter sent by the leftist president. AMLO's letter was dated November 22nd, less than a week after he met with U.S. President Joe Biden at an Asia-Pacific summit in San Francisco, California. So look, there was no doubt in my mind that AMLO would have to come back and ask for help. The problem is, even with that help, they're not going to be able to do a damn thing about it. And that's because everybody's looking for a bag and the corruption runs so deep down there that it's going to take a monumental shift to fix it. And folks, unfortunately, we're nowhere near that point. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found In the description box.